Yo, so this is going to be a portion of the podcast. If you want the full episode of the Pat Idaho podcast, go to patreon.com slash your homie Pat. There you'll get the full episode of the Pat Idaho podcast. You'll get uh, extra uh, content. You'll get comedy clips, videos, behind the scenes, all that good stuff. Uh, so if you feel like supporting and want to donate, want to join the Patreon, again, go to patreon.com. Uh, slash your homie Pat. And uh, other than that, enjoy the free portion of uh, this pod. What is up, everybody? This is the uh, Pat Out of Hell podcast. I am Patrick Christopher. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing pretty good myself, if I do say so uh, myself. I guess that was a little bit uh, redundant. Uh, yeah, man, what is going on? Uh, today is Sunday. No, that's not true. Monday. Um, so, yeah, got to do a little rundown of what's been going on and all that good stuff you know what i was thinking of today like uh i go back and forth about how i feel about uh acdc acdc obviously was like probably like the first band i like was kind of like introduced to sort of um the first band to kind of like stick with me i guess and uh you know, my father was a big ACDC fan. Any, anytime it would come on the radio or anytime he would have the tapes playing in the car or something, he would always, like, point out, like, the drum beats and all that stuff. And uh, I liked ACDC. I think uh, Phil Rudd is a, is a very solid, fundamental, solid drummer. Um, but it was just, like, before I started playing, I was like, man, that, that's just easy. It's just 4-4. Four, four. That's always you. Boom, cha, boom, cha, boom, cha, boom. Anyway. And uh, and then oh, whatever, whatever, ACDC always triggers certain feelings about certain people. And like I was like, ah, I can't listen to ACDC. I can't enjoy this music anymore. But after going to therapy and all that stuff, uh, I realized that uh, I could disconnect, you know, the things, the, the things that trigger, you know, while listening to ACDC. Anyway, I say this, to, I say that to say this. ACDC has have has got to be has have to be has have to be has got to be ACDC to me in my opinion is the only like real rock band rock and roll band you know from start to finish they've always been a, a rock and roll band and I say that like they don't have any ballads they never like there's no keyboards are uh you know synthesizers or anything like they never like took chances or you know followed trends uh of things i mean i of course there's a song they have bagpipes but i don't think that was like i think that was like a real instrument i don't think that was like uh synthesized or manipulated or whatever and uh i don't think acdc gets enough credit for keeping it real as long as uh as long as they had you know and the ACD, I don't, and I just, there's a, a lot of ACDCs have been popping up on my phone lately. I don't know if I've been talking about them lately or if they've got like new stuff coming up 
or what have you. But uh, yeah, man, uh, ACDC has to be one of the uh, greatest rock bands that ever stayed a rock and roll band their whole career. And I think that that's like, you got to give it up for them. You got to give it up to them for that, you know? And it could be laziness. But hey, if laziness keeps you punk, then you fucking stay true with it, man. You know, some people got to like, they got to adjust with it. You know, I got to keep up with with what's current, what's going on and all this stuff. And ACDC is like, nah, nah. You know, we're going to keep it 4-4. We're going to write rad riffs. And uh, yeah, we're going to do whatever we got to do. Anyway. I don't know where we started with that, but I give it up to ACDC if uh, if you're not an ACDC fan, check it out, man. Give give it give it a shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's something that they have in their discography that you'll fucking dig. Anyway, this will be coming out uh, Tuesday the 25th. So on the 28th, Friday the 28th, we will be at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. We're doing the one-year anniversary show of Fantastic Damage. It's a comedy storytelling show. I'm super stoked about this. Um, we got a lineup. We do have a lineup. Uh, not going to lie, people have been backing out, which is like, it, it is what it is, man. Like, I have yet... And I get it. If you get another show opportunity, I don't know who got there first. I don't know if it's more convenient, more money. I don't know what drives you to make your decision to do whatever decision you make. But you should make those those decisions, you know. Like, I, I haven't taken a gig and then canceled that gig because something else came up i've had i've considered it i've uh i've been asked to do gigs when i already had a gig uh you know planned or on the calendar and i've never i have not yet um canceled on anybody to take a a new offer you know but that's part of the business, man. Like, I, I can't tell you, like, if the club, if Laugh Out Loud hits me up, hey, can you host this weekend and I have a show booked, I'm gonna, I'm probably going to take the LOL gig, you know? I don't tell the club no. I never tell the club no. But, um, and when I first started, when I first started, I was like, I'll never, you know, I'm a man of my word. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, and that's what's going to be done. That's what's going to be done. But it's a business, and you got to go where the money is. Or you got to go with the, okay, it should be money. No, not money. Do you want to do the show? Is it a show you want to do? Is that a place you want to be? Is that a, is it a, a lineup that you want to be on? Is it, you know, an opportunity that you can't pass up if it's that and then money, and then convenience. Like, if I get a gig in Austin, or Houston, or Corpus, or wherever, but I get a better opportunity in San Antonio, and it'll just make more sense, it'll save me money and all that stuff. I mean, there's tons of things to put in consideration. But anyway, I say this to say that. I say that to say this. I don't know why I'm mixed up today, but... uh. Yeah, man, people got to change plans on you. So, I, oh, that's why I was talking about that. So, the Fantastic Damage, the lineup, 
well, we're just going to keep it a mystery. We don't know who's going to be there. We have an idea of who might be there, but we don't know. We don't. We don't know. And since it is the one year anniversary of a show, might as well do something big. So maybe, maybe, it'll be a couple surprises. Uh, maybe. No guarantees. There are no guarantees. But come out to the uh, fantastic. It's still going to be a good show, man. We're still going to have fun with it. I'm still hella excited. Celebrating a year of uh, doing this show. Uh, fantastic damage where i did switch it up it's a different show uh now than what it was as it started i've talked about it before if you know you know you know but the 28th the 28th we will be at the blind tiger comedy club for fantastic damage uh 10 p.m 10 dollar tickets uh ticket links on eventbrite come on out let's let's sell this out can we Let's fill it up. Let's pack it up. Let's make it a party, but like a comedy party. And in the sense that, like, you come out, you come out, and you enjoy the show. And you don't heckle, and you don't, you know, do all that stuff. But, so yeah, we'll be doing that um, this Friday. And, uh, yeah, dude. What else is going on? Uh, did this past Wednesday, this past Wednesday, I got to do the revolver show with, uh, so revolver showcase at the laugh out loud comedy club. That's with, uh, Raul Sanchez. And, uh, what happened, what had happened was I was supposed to do it like two months ago or whatever. And, um, okay. So go, let's go back. So Raul hit me, hit me up uh, like three months ago. We'll say three months ago. He asked if I could do the Revolver show, and I was like, uh, I can't. I'm booked in Round Rock. And I, that's when I was like, you know, I'm telling, I'm already booked. I'm not going to cancel on anybody because whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I hit him back, and I was like, hey, I, I'm already booked. I can't do that show. And then it, I paused, and I was about to hit him up. I was like, you know what? Yes, I will do your show. But right before I, when I was just thinking that, he hit me back. He's like, okay, well, can you do the next one? It's like yes, let's do that. Book me for the next one, please. So it all it all works out. I get to go to Round Rock, keep my gig in Round Rock, and I get to do the next Revolver show, which is always a good show to be a part of. So next show comes up. I show up to the club hella early, and uh, everybody seems surprised to see me. And I was like, what? Why are y'all surprised? You know, whatever. And somebody else is on the show. He's like, oh, I didn't see you on the lineup. I didn't know you were to be here. That's cool, man. I was like, what? So I, I text Raul, and I was like, hey, man, uh, am I on the show tonight? He had forgot. He had uh, overbooked already. But since I was there, he was like, can you just do a guest spot, and then I'll let you do a full set on the next show. I was like, sure, yeah, whatever, man. I'm just, I'm glad, you know, I'll take a guest spot. I'm here. Uh, went up. It was in the main room, so I was like, "Yes, anything to do on that, be on that stage, you know, whatever." So uh, did the guest spot. Did our, did pretty good. Was happy with myself. Did a solid seven, a solid seven, which they call me back in high school, and uh, and yeah. And but he said like, "Okay, well, I'll give you a, a good spot." And because of that show, because I stuck around, because I did the guest spot, I met uh, Andre Ricks 
which uh, invited me out to do the East Austin Comedy Club out in Austin. So it's a good opportunity came out of that regardless. You know, I did seven minutes. I introduced myself to a guy that books a uh, room in Austin. And I got asked to do the next show, a full shit, the next show. So, so, so. so it was a win-win, win-win-win for me. Um, so anyway, but, so I did this last, this past Wednesday, I did, uh, the revolver showcase was supposed to do a 15 minute set, whatever. It was in the front room, which was cool. Uh, you know, main stage, main stage, but like they put it in the front room where they had like the open mics because that's the tickets they sold, whatever. Everybody that was there paid for the ticket, which means that they were going to pay attention. They were going to be a good crowd, you know, uh, whatever. But since it was in the the front room, you know, there's no in the main room. There's a timer. There's a big old clock that in the back of the room you can see where you're at. You can see what you're doing, and then they'll give you the light. You know, whoever's running the soundboard, whoever's running the clock in the back will give you a light. So it's like very noticeable, and uh, all that stuff. And okay. I've done I've I've I feel like I've done revolver a few times more than a handful of times maybe. But last time that I did the revolver show in the front room, I ran the light like by 4 or 5 minutes, which I felt really bad about. And I didn't run the light cuz I was killing. I ran the light be- and like I was dying up there, but I didn't see the light. So I was like uh so not only in my bombing but i ran the light by four or five minutes which some people might seem disre- uh like uh, uh disrespectful um i didn't do it on purpose there's some people that do it on purpose they throw their weight around they say i'm i'm you know fuck your light i'll get off when i get off whatever i don't do that that's never my intention so i didn't want i didn't want a raul to think that that's what i did so this was three months ago so now we're back in the front room and uh we're um you know we're running in the front room but I remember, oh man, I ran the light last time. Let me not, let me not do that. And uh, I usually run the recording on my watch, which also keeps time and all that stuff. And I'm trying to get stronger in like the, like I'm building a set and working like segues and all that stuff, whatever, whatever. So. Even though I'll write out a set list, I don't I don't have it out. Usually I have it out. Usually I'm like, okay, that's check, done that, check, done that. You know, I have a whole like bullet points of a set list so I keep, I stay on track, you know, more or less. So I was like, I'm just going to go out there. Well, that's it for this week's uh, free Pat of the Hell podcast. If you want the full episode, again, go to patreon.com slash Pat. For the full episode of the podcast, videos, extra content, all the good stuff. If you sign up, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for your support, and uh, we'll see you next time.